Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zolkin Count is called Red Crystal Serpent, and it is the 12th day of the White Wizard Wave Spell. And it is the Crystal Moon, day 14. So it's a crystal day in a crystal moon. And here we are, gathering. Jose Arguelles was the person who sort of instigated the renaissance of the Mayan calendar for a modern age. And he, back in the day, this was like, I don't know, before 2000, his idea was that on crystal days, everyone who follows the calendar would gather in person, like have a round table discussion. And they did, they did that. And I don't think that's happening now. We could do it on Zoom, but uh, it seems like kind of the general sentiment back then could be carried over now to explain that on a crystal day, it is really natural to want to be together and share about the experience that we've had in the wave spell that was because it is the 12th day of a wave spell on the crystal day or the 12th moon of a year when it's the crystal moon and so on. And there's a lot of reflecting for the process that happened. The entirety of the wave spell is sort of behind us. The wave built to a peak and the wave broke and now it's just the settling down, but the action is expended. And as things settle down, there's still a lot of exhilaration about what happened and excitement and people want to open up about it. I, uh, sort of, that's my lead in, had every intention of being here more regularly. It's been 10 days since I podcasted, but I actually had to uh, go away from my house and just take a break. It was all crumbling in the white wizard wave spell I kind of hit my wall I explained last couple times I was talking that the white wizard wave spell is opposite the yellow seed year that we're in so it created a bit of friction it's oppositional it's challenging and antipodal and I guess some part of me just kind of came unhinged like, no, I can't take any more challenge. I already have enough challenge just in my being. I can't have it, like, be represented in the calendar as well, like oppositional forces. And so I uh, 
went away only for four days. But then, you know, coming back, I was laid back from my little vacation and restored and out of sync with uh, the kind of monotonous grind. So somehow I didn't have much to say. And I'm going to try to adhere to my old schedule again. So just know that I believe in that. And I think it should happen. And I'll be doing my best. And however, uh, life has been really, really crazy hard for me. I kind of dumped this whole uh, undisclosed problem that I encountered at the beginning, sort of the end actually of the Red Dragon Way spell, ushering in this new Zulkin cycle. And in the White Wizard time, I've been wrestling with it, and I got really far in the in the journey of acceptance and surrender to this setback. And I still have a lot to do to kind of untangle it. So that that is existing in my life. It's sort of private. I'm not discussing it, but it is um, impeding some of my focus. So just know that I would never have kind of bailed and dumped this whole routine if I really weren't kind of crushed by uh, life. And I think that's pretty much the message, you know, in terms of the astrological predictions slash uh, insight into Mayan oracle that I think it's really true, true and honest that everyone is unraveled and um, worn down and off their game or off center. And all we can do is kind of scratch our way, claw our way, you know, to a place that feels safe. I'm picturing like when you're almost about to fall off a cliff in some kind of uh, overwrought adventure movie and people hold on by their little fingertips and they somehow find strength to pull themselves up or they just have to hold on until someone comes and rescues them but it's always just like ah so dramatic and I think that's kind of the state of uh, the state of the human experience so, White Wizard Wave Spell. Um, that's the oracle for White Wizard Wave Spell. White Wizard Wave Spell is the celebration of the shaman and entering the sanctuary the shaman creates, which is uh, sheltered by the presence of divinity. And the shaman is excellent at like drawing down that presence into, you know, the human that they're treating. So each one of us has been into that sanctuary. It looks like a tent, you know, in the hieroglyph. We've been inside that healing space or that space where we're seen or the space where we feel uh, the omnipresence of something caring that definitely happened to me I'm just realizing that was the whole journey of going away and just being in the bigness of it instead of the small tight uh, stress ball of my own little everyday life but just like oh this road takes me wider and there's this ocean that's fast so each one of us might have gotten 
some kind of healing experience. I mean, I'm sounding like I'm talking about blue hand, which is healing, but I, I just think that that's what shamans are doing in the depiction in the Mayan uh, original hieroglyph. It's just, it's about the warm place where we can can enter and be served by someone who has this grand connection to the outer edge of divinity. So I think we all got to be in that space and we also got to be the shaman over these last 11, 12 days. And what is a shaman? Like if we're going to be that, step into that role, try it on because every wave spell, every tribe is just like slipping into the garments of some aspect of the creation mythology, the circle of uh, elements of life. That's what the Maya were recording in their 20 tribes. So we try it on, we get to step into the footprint of this particular resonance, which right now is the the shaman or the wizard. And I think what we're doing there is being skilled and gifted and infused with divine energy, which we could just like feel like light, filled with light a bit but really being masterful um, in, a, in a, like the wizard way. Don't they call like KKK people like wizards, but I'm not trying to pretend they're shamans. I just like, oh, why, why am I talking about like the grand wizardry of this time is that you're gonna be really like deeply knowledgeable, deeply experienced and deeply effective you're going to just be vast. Timelessness just means like not caught in this moment. Your vastness means that you draw from knowledge that has been culled from centuries or eons and you can tap into it right now. I love White Wizard, the wave spell and the days and the people. And I guess I feel like we should all just be happy it happened. Lucky that shamanism is real for some of us, that we perceive it as the way out of logical limitations or blandness. The whole magic that is the Mayan code as we follow it and feel it in synchronistic ways to me is what shamanism is meaning, okay, you want to know what it's like to experience shamanism? Just trip out all the time on magical connections. Um, I was about to go off on a tangent. I'm trying to rein it in. Uh, Let's go jumping over to this crystal tone. It's a magic turtle day, Sunday. Sunday... June 12th is a magic turtle day. It's a crystal day and a crystal moon. The crystal tone, as I said, is about being together, gathering, cooperating. I mean, often people just want to be with other people when it is the crystal tone. You know, you just move toward the energy of 
of a congregation, even if it's accidental, just want to be in a crowd or a group. But it's also the spirit of, you know, people being en masse, like being cooperative is one of the words, and dedicating ourselves to others. How do I dedicate myself to all that lives? All that live. <laughs> Grammatically correct oracle. How do I dedicate myself to all that live? That is the question that goes with the crystal tone. So we're still in the crystal moon. We're halfway, day 14. We still have two weeks to go. You can keep thinking about that question throughout the rest of this moon. How do I dedicate myself to all that live? It could be all that lives. <laughs> uh, cooperate, dedicate, and oh man, I can't remember the third word. It's because I'm tired. But think about resolution. I always talk about the story arc. I always talk about the waveform. I always talk about it as an ocean wave. I'm telling you again, this is the tone of a settling wave. The, the wave break has already happened. This is the, the after afterbirth of that when things are settling down. After the chaos, things settle. That's crystal. So that's a res resolution. And in a story arc in drama, this is after the crisis when people are happy or dead. You know, again, a story arc is a tragedy, then everyone's dead after the crisis. The story arc is a comedy or just a, you know, more cheerful story, then uh, there's a ha happier or peaceful resolution. And it is found, you know, assimilate that in the crystal tone, that experience of things. The, the wedding in a Shakespearean drama or again the yeah people die okay so <sighs> there's something after of course which will be the cosmic tone tomorrow maybe when you're listening it'll be a white cosmic world bridger on monday the 13th of june and then of course we still have the cosmic moon to finish out this year uh, but that's different than the action of a wave building and breaking and settling and it's different than the action in all of the drama that we watch when we watch tv and see movies etc it's beautiful in the cosmic tone to feel the effects of what you've just been through witnessed and that's much more sol solitudinous, I think, because it's like a reflection of how I feel, how I'm changed because of the journey that just happened. And it's also just dissolving myself. How do I feel into, you know, am I not just connected to all of existence because there is no journey to be had. There's no action to be taken it's inaction and it's the stillness of of being kind of just where you are and open so that's just the preview of what's to come but the crystal tone gets us there it is the cooperative or um 
you know, collectively agreed upon uh, reflection and resolution of what's been going on that's been a little crazy. Take time to talk about it with each other and excited or story tell about the last little while and what's been going on for you in the White Wizard wave spell. And then in the cosmic tone, you know, it's just bigger than even gathering with others. It's like your resonance will move from being around other people to being with the universe. People are in the universe, but it's a broader, broader expanse. I guess I am just um, preparing myself for the cosmic moon, even though we're a ways away, because I really loved it the last two, three years. I just marveled at it. We really earn it over the 13 moon year. I mean, hitting these tones for 28 days and being in a wave spell that has that kind of like stretch and and width, you know, just so broad, all this time to indulge in each tone indulge meaning be molded um, immersed in each tone that when we get to the end we really get to kind of describe for ourselves like oh this is the cosmic energy and it's not just like someone flips a switch like you're connected to the cosmos it's like you get connected to the cosmos because of the 12 moons and the work the extended, drawn-out, in-depth work you did with a wave formation in your own life. And you can get a little taste of that on Monday, June 13th. I'm really interested in saying the Gregorian dates over and over because I'm now going to tell the story that I didn't want to before. But honestly, if I'm going to be on here twice a week again, I'm going to have to talk more about my life because I probably don't have that much to say uh, about the calendar. So this is not a really strong Mayan synchronicity. It's just a huge synchronicity day for me. And I just wanted to plant the idea that maybe the best part about following the calendars is that every thing is synchronized whether it has to do with a Mayan calendar synchronicity or no so the last person I uh, dated uh, that was it was a while ago but he's still been in and out of my life Uh, pandemic separated us but uh, we have seen each other since and we're now separated by distance and there's not really any reason to see someone a lot when you don't live near them but I, uh, it's his birthday today. It's his Gregorian birthday. And the reason I am mentioning this story, I'm giving you the backstory because he is important and he is important to me through the Mayan code, meaning we share that interest and that made him especially desirable, I have to admit. Uh, it's his birthday, but I didn't, I didn't acknowledge his birthday. That's where we're at. I'm not acknowledging his birthday. Nonetheless, I, uh, at some point in the day, I mean, I knew it was his birthday and I knew I wasn't really going to acknowledge it, which is a point of tension. But honestly, he hasn't acknowledged many things in my life. So that's fair. It's fair and balanced. Nonetheless, the synchronicity starts tacking up. And what I describe synchronicities to be sometime is a, like, a, 
it's like a crack in the strategy or the like sort of like stiffness that our human minds um, design. So like, I'm not going to contact him on his birthday. I wish him well from my heart. What does he need? We're all old. So he needs someone calling him. I, I don't want to like start being in communication right now. So I'm not going to. But like the magic feels otherwise. Because I'm going to forget some of the synchronicities, but they were stacked and they're boring if you don't know. But he's a deadhead. And I, you know, I was accidentally got dressed to go out for a hike with my dogs and threw on my only deadhead t-shirt not thinking about it uh, his favorite color is, is green and the whole outfit I had on was green you know like it was embarrassing when I got on the trail and I'm like wait I'm wearing all green clothes you know like this is so uh, an homage again it's a crack in the structure of resistance or distance or human invented boundary makings or um, having armoring. But the thing that was the most fun to me, which is why I have to talk about it, is all day long without any memory of it being related, I wanted a piece of cake. I wanted a piece of cake so badly. And uh, after the hike, I stopped somewhere where they sell big birthday cakes and I got a big slice of cake and it was standing there at the counter that I'm like what the fuck I'm compulsively participating in this birthday ritual from 400 miles away in my little green outfit no joke like the biggest piece of cake they had which is what I wanted big was green and so I sat at my table and worked on this problem I'm having, which is not a personal problem. It's a financial problem, uh, which involves a lot of paperwork. And I just sat in my pile of papers with my green outfit and my green cake and capitulated to still loving and caring about this person that I'm not going to call. So the moral of the story, if you're still listening, is this because I do feel like on a crystal day we share the insight that we've gained from the time we've been in and we've been in a shamanic time and it's a crystal day and a crystal moon so it's more emphasized and emphatic that we would share what we're experiencing so what I'm experiencing is that the world's um, mechanisms that are uptight and guarded and you know some of us so many of us not some so many of us are armored from having been hurt badly in our emotions some in our bodies so physical tension against the next you know imagine blow real real physical blow or an emotional one like it is we're just very wrought and so we we carry that carry that resistance to letting go or letting ourselves um, open up. Pandemic pushed a lot of us into physical separation from each other. But the good news is, you know, in the midst of all that, that like magic, I just call it that. What is it? You know, the presence of God has its own way, and I don't think it's 
there's anything wrong with me not actually making the call, no matter all the synchronicities I remembered to tell you and all the ones I forgot. There's just been so many. Um, because I did make the call without using a phone. I made the call from my heart and I felt the outreach from either divinity or this man uh, without anyone using the phone as well. So we follow the Mayan calendar and we'll get synchronicities. Nothing I told you that felt synchronistic to me today had to do with red crystal serpent. I will tell you that today or whenever you listen, Sunday, June 12th, was guided by Red Earth, and Red Earth is the tribe that has the word synchronicity, and um, we really get to explore synchronicity when we're in the Red Red Earth time, but like all the tribes, once you kind of really um, immerse yourself or um, open completely to a tribe experiencing it in their day or wave spell then it's kind of like in your quiver of arrows you know you you know how to drop into red earth you carry that um, particular like specialty of that tribe with you so for instance I think you follow this calendar then you're going to know a lot about the synchronicity red earth brings you're going to know a lot about the shamanism that white wizard brings and it'll be enhanced when you pass through the portals of of their tribe um, days and wave spells and sometimes years but um, you can also find it around the clock let's just look in the coming couple days because we will make a transit to the next wave spell which is blue hand and blue hand is the occult partner of white wizard so they have a really strong relationship and there is kind of an interesting magic from moving from one to the other we did that prior we did it with uh, red earth and yellow seed and this is perfect because red earth is antipode to blue hand and yellow seed is antipode to white wizard. So there's a relationship, you know, that's not accidental that we have the back-to-back occult partners of white wizard and blue hand at the front end of the Zulkin and then closer to the end of the Zulkin. Well, that's not true. It's not the end. It's more the middle. We have yellow seed and red earth back to back I think those are the only occults that are back to back in this yeah so enjoy it enjoy what it means when it's a cult partner uh, 13 days and then 13 days it's just kind of like well it's a beautiful dance you know first you call up the shaman and then you get the shaman's incredible hands-on healing talent to shine a uh, blue hand will be about healing, and I don't know in what way. I don't know. It's also about getting a lot done with our hands, accomplishing a lot. And I don't know, it just needs to be said in terms of watching the river flow here in American civilization that Donald Trump is a blue hand, and this whole hearing about our recent history with his presidency will be 
in his wave spell, which I feel could go two ways. It could mean that he suddenly has dominion because it's his time to shine. It's his home base. Everything revolves around him. Uh, people are sort of like-minded to him as we move through his time. Or it could just mean that he's so on the minds of everyone that he's finally cooperatively, collectively, in the crystal tone, seen for what he is, which is he's the worst of blue hand because he's a know-it-all and he's so in his head and uh, trying to control and manipulate things and it's very it's a very ugly representation of blue hand and i think i'm saying that from a place of informed uh metaphysical science not liberal prejudice and uh you know he's guided by blue monkey so he just really has all the shadow energy of just being a little liar a little baby boy liar that's the shadow guide of blue monkey is to be childish and uh, deceitful mendacious big big liar um, so yeah so we get to drop in Donald Trump's wave spell starting on Wednesday Tuesday correct Tuesday we start blue hand Monday is simply the wind down of white cosmic world bridger you can get a little preview of that cosmic tone I was talking about and you can, I almost talked about Joe Biden, who's a white world bridger, and he's enduring and transcending per usual. But uh, if you don't want to think about him, who does these days, then just think about the archetype of death and dying, and the expansion and opportunity and true liberation that uh, death represents in a different, deeper time. Thanks for waiting, everyone. I'm Lisa Starr. I am another yourself. And in my end, we say, in that cash. <laughs>